Welcome to the Find Your Flow radio show podcast. I am Winston Wittis, and today I have a very special guest for you, and his name is Jeff Redondo from Invictus Advisors, and Jeff and his partner Vidal, they are a full-service company, a, a uh, accountant firm, and they help with planning, they help with preparation and tax resolution. They are actually an international company because they, although they're located here, they're also located in Mexico City. So in by here, of course, I mean San Diego, uh, where I am. San Diego and Mexico City, they're bilingual, and they can help people that are trying to bring business from Mexico into the U.S., as well as folks that are here in the U.S. trying to move their businesses into Mexico. They can help you with financial positioning. They're great at working with entrepreneurs. That's how I know them. We're in a mastermind group together, business owners and entrepreneurs, and they focus primarily on helping people that want to grow. So the people that are kind of happy where they are, stagnant, that's not of their concern, really. They want to help people that are looking to grow their business and really just improve their their position. So um, they've done some phenomenal things. They've been recognized as the top minority-owned business in San Diego from the San Diego Business Journal. And as if that weren't enough, they're also recognized as the best Mission Valley accounting firm from the Mission Valley News. And they got an honorable mention from San Diego City Beats Reader's Poll. So the people out there have spoken. They've said Invictus Advisors, these are the real deal. My partner, Mike Perez, from uh, the Do-It-Yourself Home Sellers Kit uses these guys. And he's just spoken so highly of them. I had to get them on the show. had to learn more. So, Jeff, are you there? Yeah, thanks, Winston. That was really, really nice of you to say. Cool. Well, yeah, thanks for taking the time out of your day. I know you're busy. I know you guys have a lot of clients that you're serving and and I appreciate you taking the time to talk to our listeners about what you do and basically how you know a lot of the folks that listen to the show and tune into the blog are people that are looking to better themselves they're looking to find more flow in their lives they're looking to be able to provide better for themselves and for their families and I, I figure someone like you has so much wisdom and knowledge about this and you've been able to help so many people that you could really provide some useful information uh, you know, to our listeners. So yeah, I just wanted to jump right into it and ask you, you know, we're going into a, a new year where, and so many people have a lot going on. You know, there's always, it seems like everybody's always busy all the time. Everybody's always overwhelmed, or at least maybe just from my world. But what kind of things do you, when you meet with someone or talk to someone that in regards to cash flow, because that's, you know, really an expertise I know you've got, what kind of things do you recommend to folks to really help get their their cash flow dialed in and and motivated and go in the right direction? I think the the best thing that we can that we tell our clients and that we really encourage our clients to do is really um, plan for um, really do a plan and sit down and figure out what your financial plan is going to look like for the next year. Um, we you know, we even as a business take the time to figure out what are our what are our personal goals versus, and what are our professional goals, and we look and budget what that really looks like. And so, when we plan out our budget for the 2016 year, we include all of our um, personal expenses and all of our business expenses. And so, that really helps us put in, puts us in a position to where we we know where we're heading and we know um, what's the best way to get there.
Mm. That's good. Yeah. So um, just being clear about what are those numbers and, and sticking, building your plan off of that kind of, those kind of goals. That's great. And do you guys generally, you know, there's all sorts of information online. There's all sorts of um, people on, you know, radio shows and whatnot spouting different kinds of things. What, when somebody's doing this, do you generally recommend that they do it on the, that part on their own, or do you recommend that they meet with someone to go over this stuff? How much of this is stuff that they should have figured out before they meet with someone versus how much of this stuff would you say an expert should be able to kind of walk them through and help them with? I think it really depends on the individual. You know, in our case, what we did was we actually, you know, sat down um, together and talked about what are our personal goals. And then mm-hmm. we kind of reverse engineered what we needed to bring in for the business to um, to really un- to really be able to hit our personal goals for the year. And that was um, that was actually really enlightening for us. So I think mm-hmm. the first step would really be down, you know, what are what are your personal goals for the year? Do you want a new house? Do you want $50,000 in your retirement? Do you want um, to take, you know, to go on a on a trip somewhere? Um, and then take that number and include it in, you know, that, that, um, that goal and add your expenses to it. You know, your, you know, your, um, your rent, your car payments, your insurance, your gas, you know, everything that you need to live. And those two numbers together is your is basically your bottom line minimum that you need for the business mm. to to bring in for your business. Now, um for for us it's it's it worked out really well. Um so I encourage everyone to now is the time to kind of figure out, okay, what am I going to do next year? Do I want to buy a do I want to buy a house? Then mm-hmm. you're going to need some sort of down payment for that house. So that needs to be your, you know, as part of your goal for this year. Um, mm-hmm. And I think that's really important to kind of plan out for the to get here into to to start into 2016. Yeah, that's a really great point. You know, um, as a real estate agent or licensed agent myself, and having worked with buyers in particular recently it sometimes i've noticed that they don't always have that clear uh, goal i mean they they know the general like yes i want to get a house but the real clarity around okay what does that mean what kind of numbers do do i need to be looking at how much is that going to impact my monthly expenses or you know adding a mortgage to all of this and um, and then possibly, of course, you know, maybe different tax implications that's that are involved with owning a home and paying on a mortgage versus renting and uh, that clarity that you're talking about as far as putting putting the numbers down and looking at what those the goal is, how much is that going to cost, and then adding that to your expenses. That's uh, that's really cool. So if you're doing that for someone or or somebody's kind of in that process they're pl- making up these goals they're um let's say they they don't own a business one thing that you and I've talked about in the past you mentioned before and I thought it was a really interesting thing was you talked about for people that don't have a business account to 
to open a business account. And would you would you explain why that's something that might be important for somebody? Yeah, I would definitely encourage anyone that don't even if you're a sole proprietor, we encourage you to open a business bank account. When you um just for tax for tax purposes. What happens is that a lot of times um you um a lot of sole proprietors get mixed up on what is a business expense versus what is a personal expense. And so um a good general rule of thumb is that if it's um if it's necessary or ordinary for for your business, then it's considered a business expense. So for example, if you're if you're a realtor, your favorite trade real estate magazine could be deductible. If it's getting mailed to your home, it may not be deductible. So mm-hmm. those are kind of the things that you definitely want to keep your um, your bank account separate for. We mm-hmm. also encourage anyone to, um, instead of paying something um, out of directly out of the bank account with your, your business bank account with your debit card, what we encourage people to do is to um, pay it out of their personal account and then write a check to, from the business to the personal account somewhere mm-hmm. on the check notating that um, these are for these particular expenses. Um, mm. When it comes to, when it comes to um, your accountant or your tax preparer sitting down and going over your numbers, it's going to be a lot easier for them and um, for for them to go over the specific. Um, items if you're really clear on what is a business expense versus what is a personal expense. And many times your accountant or your tax professional will be more than happy to answer those questions. Just give them a, um I know we do if one of our clients have a has a has a quick question about a specific type of deduction, they can give us a call and we can say, yes, this is deductible, this is not deductible depends on the context. So um we definitely encourage everyone if you know since we're starting off the new year and we're starting um everything a lot of people have a new year's resolutions we definitely encourage anyone that doesn't open a um that doesn't have a business bank account if they're doing um business work to to open one. Yeah, that's that's great advice too because I remember years ago before I had opened my business uh, checking accounts and I was DJing and, and doing these things and I, I read something along the lines of what you're saying about just how taxes are, you know, how there's different rules that apply when you are a business versus just like an independent or when you're an employee, you know, and so the the value of being able to have a business checking account to kind of offset those expenses and get tax write off for things that are legitimate business expenses can really add money to your bottom line when when done right. Is that is that right? Yes, and you know, it really it really depends on your financial situation and that's why we always encourage everyone to sit down and talk with your you know your accountant or your financial planner um to figure out what kind of tax strategy is the best one sometimes you know people are are excited about opening a corporation oh i want to be i want to own my own business i want to open up a corporation well for several times our we actually have encouraged 
some clients not to open up a corporation because their income just doesn't warrant it. Mm. And so um, we're, we, we definitely encourage everyone to sit down and talk to a professional about their financial situation before they just decide to open up a corporation. Mm-hmm. One, of the, um, one of the things that many people don't know is that when you open up a corporation in the state of California, you're immediately hit with an $800 minimum tax. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, yeah so, I, I do happen to know that, actually, but yes. <laughs> <laughs> so even if you lose money for that year, um, you're, you're hit with a minimum $800 minimum tax. So that's why we, we you know, always encourage people that um, – are not quite in the financial position that they need to be in as a small business owner. Mm-hmm. Um, we definitely encourage them to really think about whether they want to open up a corporation or not. Yeah, that's awesome. And 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 they can still open up their checking account or business account without being a, a corporation, right? Because I know I, for example, um, have sole proprietorships, but they but I have checking accounts for them. And as much as I want to open, go into the, the corporation route and get that kind of protection, it, you know, that $800 fee that you just talked about is a little intimidating, I must admit. So, but you're, you're saying that you can still and still should open up a business account, even if you're not a corporation. Is that right? Yes. Yep. And you just want to talk to your banker about the, what the, what the best way to do that is. Um, you know, we, um, you definitely want to sit down with someone, a professional, talk about kind of what your best strategy is. But um, one of our one of our um, things we always tell our clients, and one of the first things they do when we, when they um, um, become a client of ours, is that if they don't have a business checking account, we say, okay, we're opening you a business checking account just so mm-hmm. that they can keep track of their finances. Cool. Well, that's that's some great advice, and and I know that for myself, that's that's one thing I was told early on and studied early on was that that exactly what you said, and it has served me well because I've been able to track my expenses and write off things. That, you know, for my DJ business, I'm buying music every month. Well, that's a business expense for me, and so it, it's I get it that get to use that as a tax write-off and certain, you know, the equipment I buy every year and those kind of things that the mileage I use specifically for those gigs, it's all tracked through my business account. And just because that's, that's what you're saying. I mean, that's, that's so cool. So I, I appreciate that. And would you, yeah. recommend, sorry, uh, would you recommend um, like somebody who's maybe Maybe they've got a job, maybe they're, you know, an employee somewhere, but they have maybe a hobby that requires them to buy certain materials or certain things. And at some point they may want to be able to sell it like a side job or a side hustle. What what do you think about that? Is that somebody that should consider going this route as well, opening up a business account? They definitely want to, they they definitely want to talk to us first. Um, Many times, depending on the volume of the, like if you if you decide to sell a company, depending on the amount of money that comes in, um, there may be different strategies that um, your accountant may be able to use to 
reduce the tax liability and or eliminate the tax liability. Um, so you definitely want to talk with your accountant to figure out kind of what the best strategy would be. Um, we definitely encourage all of our clients to um, to re to talk with us before they make any big financial decisions, whether it's buying a house, whether it's buying a car, um, whether it's investing in a uh, you know a a large insurance or annuity, um, just so that we can make sure that they'll be in the best financial position once they if something if something does happen. Totally, that's awesome. Well, th Jeff, thank you so much for you know, for your time and your expertise on this. I know you're just uh, a wealth of information, and you you're also a busy guy. I realize, so I do appreciate you being on the call and being on the show today. And uh, Jeff, if somebody wants to learn more about getting their financial ducks in a row, so to speak, uh, how could they get a hold of you? You can call our our office at six one nine six seven seven. 6512, or they can visit us online at bestsandiegoaccountant.com. Fantastic. And I will just point out again that you guys don't just work in San Diego. You you also are in Mexico City, right? And so if somebody's mm -hmm. across the border listening to this show or here in San Diego and wants to get out into Mexico, you can you can help them with that too. Is that right? Yep. We have clients all over the county. We have clients up um, I think my, Mike's actually up in Orange County. Mm -hmm. <laughs> um, yeah. Then we have some clients that are in um, Fallbrook, which is really, really north San Diego County. Mm -hmm. We have some in clients in Otay Mesa. We have some in um, Lemon Grove. We have some in um, La Mesa. So we really have clients all over Southern, Southern, um, um, Southern California. Fantastic. Fantastic. Well, cool, Jeff. Thank you again so much for your time. And uh, hopefully we can get you on another show again here soon and share some more of that good cash flow knowledge that you shared with us today. So thank you. And to all our listeners out there, thank you for checking out the show. Stay tuned for the next episode. And until next time, my friends, be flowing.